Welcome to Leap Listens. I'm Sarah McGregor. And I'm Roger Kalis. Leap Listens is brought to you by Leap Create. We are a people communications agency and we work with organisations to help communicate their culture, to attract and recruit candidates and to engage and retain employees through creative and digital projects and campaigns. Today, we're going to be talking about being honest about your culture in recruitment marketing. And we're joined by Jane Averson from the Phoenix Group. Jane, welcome. Hi, thank you very much for having me on. So Jane, tell us um, about you and your work at the Phoenix Group. So I joined Phoenix in January of this year. Um, and I joined because it was a real hidden gem who were doing some incredible things in sustainability and changing the way that we receive, receive retirement. So Phoenix, UK's largest long-term savings and retirement business. And my role was the first hired into employer brand, really to build this team from scratch. Um, and this year has definitely been a learning experience for me um, in terms of how all of that works. And I think a lot of brand people will resonate with stakeholders saying that people haven't heard of us or how do we stand out in a crowded market? And that's really been um, a big focus for us this year. So very happy to be here and to talk about this topic because it's something that we've, um, yeah, we've, we've spent a lot of time on. Excellent. Well, welcome. So some organisations promote a very rosy picture of their culture only for sort of like new employees to feel disappointed when, when they've joined. How, how can they avoid doing that? Yeah, so it's a really great question. And I feel super passionately about this, right? Otherwise, otherwise I wouldn't be here talking about it. Um, and it boils down to we have a responsibility as employer brand professionals, right, to make sure that what we're saying is a really real reflection of life at the organisation. Um, I actually read something recently that talks about, um, I think the figure is on 86% of job seekers research a company's reviews and ratings before they decide on where to apply. We know that, right? We know, particularly after the pandemic, when we're hiring remotely, that people are getting the scoop on what your organisation is doing on Glassdoor, on social media, on your website. And if your company is spending money on employer brand and you're, you're uh, spending money on resource and activity and you're hiring recruiters and you're bringing it in-house and focusing on direct sourcing, it then makes absolutely no business sense, right, to then hire people who are likely to leave within the first 12 months because the brand didn't match their experience. We know the mishire costs. We know the pressure it puts on recruiters to then go and rehire again within the first 12 months. So really, to avoid that, you need to know your organisation. Get to know your business. What's going on? How are people feeling? Why do people enjoy working there? And actually, our relationship with work is so complex, right? It's not just about an EVP with a list of bullets about why people work there anymore. It's not just about, mm. here's a list of compartmentalizing it into pretty boxes of pay and culture and benefits and values. It's not that straightforward anymore. And it's not transactional. So you should try and paint that picture of those, those real complex lives and those experiences that those people have um, via employee stories and actually developing that emotional connection with your candidates um, and offering that real unfiltered what's and all view of what's going on as opposed to trying to check off all the boxes about actually okay well we pay really well and we've got all these great values and all of these pretty awards people are less and less likely to believe that right we know candidates don't necessarily care about that sort of stuff anymore so it's so so critical to establish that emotional connection um, and, and I really truly believe that doing that is via employee stories. We hear a lot about the word authenticity and people wanting to project this authentic view of their organisation. What does that mean to you when people talk about an authentic culture? How do you define that? So I am a big believer in it's not HR, it's not leaders talking about your company, it's real people. People are bored of looking at these glossy careers websites and 
the nice polished shiny content that your executive team are, are, are putting out there it starts internally you need to know um, what people are saying how people are feeling in order to paint that accurate picture but it needs to come from peers immediate managers people who are out there actually doing the work um, and actually there was a, a really interesting article shared just this week actually in um in a roundup that I received which talked about establishing this culture of open feedback and honesty and the number one place you can demonstrate that to your candidates is how you respond to social media comments how you respond to glass door reviews how you respond to people in your recruitment process and people will change their opinion about your brand after seeing you interact with a candidate after seeing you respond to a review um, so do that but don't just respond and, and talk about all of the great things actually somebody's probably going to leave a, a review or leave a comment saying you know what this isn't this isn't brilliant and mm. it's that culture isn't it specifically again in um, British culture you only ever talk about something if it's really really good or really really bad rant or right um and, and that's what happens right and actually if somebody does do that it's fine to go back and say you know what we know that that's not brilliant or we know that we've got more work to do here this is what we did or this is what we're doing and that's fine no company is perfect and candidates don't wouldn't believe you if you said it was so yeah, that is fascinating. And I suppose because we're on the end of briefs that advertise and do recruit marketing and employer branding, these briefs have their kind of genesis in the marketing world. So people talk about a proposition for a job and it's like, you know, what is it that you're selling ultimately? So use those selling terms. Um, and it doesn't always talk about the negatives. Um, so how far do you go in talking about the negatives or do you just address them when people raise them? So it's, I strongly believe that when you're sharing something or sharing any kind of content, it's not just about the output, the end product, the award, the accreditation, whatever it is that you've received. It's about the journey to getting there. So who contributed to that piece of work? What did you learn along the way? Um, and then you can talk about all of that great stuff that comes out the back of it, right? And so some practical stuff that we would do is we respond to every single one of our Glassdoor reviews um, to actually... Glassdoor, if you're familiar with it, has a pro and a con section and you have to put something into both of those. So there will always be something that is constructive or feedback for us. And we will go away. We will find the answer. We will find out what's going on. We will share that feedback internally um, and, and we will absolutely learn from it. And that has sparked some really um, great conversations internally. Don't get me wrong. It can make you feel a little bit uncomfortable at times having those conversations about that, you know, quite direct feedback that people are happy to share externally. Um, but it's actually led to some really positive change and helped us build credibility as well as a brand and as a recruitment team to say, look, we've received this feedback. 99% of it is great, but actually there's some stuff that we can really learn from here. And that's really helped us build those relationships with our internal stakeholders who, who are actually starting to take notice now and go, okay, so this is a real thing. People are talking about this. Let's do something about it. And it, it's never been received negatively internally. And we've learned a lot from that. But it, it goes way beyond talking about who you are as an employer. If, if candidates don't believe you when you're talking about things like flexible working and your values and who you are, why would they believe or, or buy your products or services? Why would they listen to anything else you have to say? So it's so, so important that you get this right. Otherwise, you just lose credibility as a brand as opposed to just as an employer. Yeah. It's, um, you, you talked a lot about that glass door. And it's interesting because some organizations, you know, have it, but they don't necessarily use it or actually they don't have it at all. Are you an advocate of Glassdoor for employer brand? It sounds like you are. Yes. If you haven't guessed already, yes, I am. And I think it's a very careful balance between these are real experiences, right? These, This is real feedback. This is what people are feeling, experiencing, seeing. And we absolutely need to recognize that, provide a safe space. We're not there to police it or to... 
and you know say to people that they're wrong that's not what it's for but it's also not the only mechanism for your employees you shouldn't be using that as your only feedback mechanism for anyone who works internally you have all of those great internal channels and those great ways to share feedback um, and Glassdoor really is there um, as an additional comp- uh, complementary tool for that um, I'm a massive advocate of it I think you need to be taking ownership of that sharing the right content with the right people and really just sharing that back with the business as well I think this is a common pitfall people are very focused on the external part of Glassdoor but actually you can share all of that great stuff back internally with your stakeholders for them to learn from that feedback as well so yeah 100%. Is it your experience that it is rant or rave like in most things in life you lead feedback if you've had a tremendous experience and you might leave feedback if you've had a bad experience and when you're looking on Amazon or eBay you know even if it's like 99.9% you still go and see I wonder what that negative review was so is that your experience that people who do contribute to Glassdoor have very strong polarized opinions and then how do you capture those in the middle there's about four or five questions there (laughs) yeah it's more of a a monologue than a question yeah there's a lot there's a lot to unpack there (laughs) yeah I think um you get a bit of everything on there for me Glassdoor is something that you should weave throughout your employee life cycle, right? It's not just something that you go go on when you leave an organization or when you first join an organization. There should be easy touch points throughout the whole employee life cycle in terms of, hey, we've got this page. If you're comfortable to leave a review, our new joiners and our candidates would really value it. Here's how you do that. And again, this comes back to that open and honest culture around making it really easy for people internally to see how you do that. I think where people um, can go down the route of just leaving negative feedback is if they think you're trying to hide it or they think that you don't want them to leave a review. But actually, we're really open with it. It's all over our intranet page. It goes out regularly in emails. Um, We're really transparent about the fact that it exists. We have it. We respond to it. If you want to go and share something on that, that's cool. Here's how you do it. That's, That's really, yeah, it? it's great, isn't it, to hear that. And um, I'm also really interested in what you said um, at the beginning about how you um, talk about authenticity and you do it through um, employee stories. What formats do they, do this, does that take? This is a really great question. And I don't think I'm going to be the only person out there to say I am so bored of seeing the static employee profiles with a picture and a nice quote card and somebody from HR has probably written it and then they've shared it on social media, right? That's just atypical. And that's fine. If you're doing that, then that's fine. Um, And that's great. And you've started somewhere. Really, I think you can utilize technology and do some really cool stuff to try and bring it to life in a more authentic way. So to give you an example of how we've done that, we actually this week launched a QA and a page on our careers website. So what that means is a candidate, a customer, anyone can go on there see uh, a group of our employees who've been completely chosen at random and they can ask them a question they might ask uh what's the flexible working like or what's your midlands office like whatever it might be and then that will go directly to a random employee internally who will then pick up that question and respond to it and again it's completely unfiltered we aren't advising people to say or respond in any particular way they will go on there share their feedback and that will be posted on our careers website And that builds up this whole bank of real, true, honest content from real employees about completely, some of the questions on there are really random as well. (laughs) Um, But people want to know. People want to know this stuff, right? And you want to know, what do people wear in the office? Or, you know, all these things that you just kind of take for granted that you probably wouldn't ask a recruiter or the hiring manager. Um, And that's been a really great way for us to try and get that authentic content out there with as little intervention from HR or from um, 
leadership really as possible and this is it's a bit of a leading question this one but do you think that having that openness and authenticity is part of a culture that says you know am i right for an organization rather than uh, an organization saying are you right for us and do you think that has a material effect on recruitment and attrition 100 i think this whole it really makes me cringe when people talk about cultural fit and how you fit in with a company and it's not about that it's about what you add to that company and what you bring to the organization that's a bit different and particularly for a company um, like Phoenix where I currently am at the moment who are growing and um, there's heaps and heaps of new activity and growth happening and um, it's not about hiring what we've done before um, and I think the more and more content that that candidate can see and almost self-select if the organization is going to be right for them the better quality applicants, the better quality conversations you're going to have. Yeah. You're more likely to retain those people. They're more likely to feel like they belong. Um, so, yeah, for me, there is no downside to being honest and open with people from the beginning because you're ultimately then less likely to have that person leave within the first 12 months because they just didn't feel it was right for them. Yeah, no, that is it's something that really fascinates me. And it's definitely a shift that I've seen in this idea of really being honest about whether someone is right for you as much as you know they're right for the organization and I think that's that's a really healthy thing isn't it but I suppose it comes with it being an employee's mm. market to a degree and I guess I wonder if that you see a shift in that if if things take a downturn and then it becomes more of an employer's market and it'd be interesting to see if people maintain those levels of honesty you know when they're the one who has the, the power. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's a really good point. I think I don't think this is going away. I don't think the desire for this real, open, authentic content is going to change, particularly if you're hiring in niche. You know, tech roles, massive hot topic at the moment, how difficult it is to hire in technology. We do a lot of recruitment in um, actuarial finance and really niche-specific roles. Um, and you absolutely need to be honest about what, what, what it's like to work in those, those roles as well. Yeah, it's a really, really good point. So um, we're coming to the end now. Jane, it's been really interesting. I mean, what I've got out of speaking to you is one glass door is really, really important for an employer brand, but at every stage of the, the candidate and the employee journey and really utilizing that content and having a two-way feedback process with that. And then also creating really authentic stories that are creative rather than that what you usually see. Um, and also being sort of personal and, you know, niche to different different departments and different needs. That's mm. my, my summary. And one of the things that we've been doing with guests is to ask them what their top reads are this year. That also includes listens. Awesome. So I went on holiday, first time overseas post-pandemic, um, and I absolutely powered through loads of stuff. But something I really enjoyed was a book called Copywriting by Andrew Bolton. So I'm not a copywriter by trade. It's not a how-to guide. It's a really amusing collection of reflections and essays on the art of copywriting, but he talks about experiences that we've all had. So when you see something and you think, oh, I wish I'd have written that. Um, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah. We've all had that. Yeah. Um, and it was, a, it was a really great read. So I was, yeah, highly recommend it. Oh, I'll that definitely check that yeah, out. Yeah, I've not heard of that. It sounds good. Sounds like up your street. It Roger. does. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always reading other people's things and thinking, I wish I'd written that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've all been there. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jane. It's been really nice speaking to you and learned, uh, learned a lot of good things in there. Great. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. Thanks. Uh, thank you for listening to our Leap Listens podcast. To listen to other experts in the industry, head on over to our website. That's leapcreate.co.uk. Or you can listen on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts. And of course, if you have any people communication challenges requiring highly creative solutions, please reach out to me. I'm Roger or Sarah McGregor on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm.
Thanks very much. Thank you for listening to our Leap Listens podcast. To hear from our other industry expert guests on a range of employer brands,